I thought this is what entrepreneurs and business owners need. Having branded merchandise is such a cool part of your business and it's inaccessible to so many entrepreneurs. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 56, and today we're chatting with another set of two business partners from Go to Market Studio. We met these ladies inside a membership group called The Tenth House, and we knew right away that they would be the perfect match for the podcast and for us because there are so many similarities in our partnerships, which you're going to hear all about. And other than talking just about our partnerships, we wanted to pick their brains on all things branded swag and print on demand. If you don't know what print on demand is, or if you don't have any branded swag for your own business, then we are so excited for you to dig into this episode. Let's go. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for being on the Duo On Air podcast. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Okay. So I am just, we have four people on this podcast, which is awesome. Um, We love talking with other business partnerships. And rather than me introduce you guys, I would rather you guys just introduce yourselves um, and maybe do so individually. Like you guys can talk first about like how you first kind of fell into this industry and then maybe how you guys got together and like what you guys did, because we love hearing about the story. So um, whoever wants to go first, go ahead. Uh, I will start. Um, I'm Amanda. I live in New York City. Um, Where to start? Jesse and I met like 10, 15 years ago. It's hard to remember exactly when it was. Um, But uh, Go to Market's my second company. My first company was an events company for women in New York City called Urban Girl Squad. And uh, it was really fun and wild networking events for women in New York City. And Jesse was my graphic designer. And we always had a great working relationship. And I sold that company before my second child was born. I was home with my kids for a little while. And then I was like trying to think of another business to start. And I came across, my only requirement was that it had nothing to do with events. Um, (laughs) And I came across print on demand and I got really excited about it. I thought this is what entrepreneurs and business owners need, Um, you know, having branded merchandise is such a cool part of your business and it's inaccessible to so many entrepreneurs and businesses and the businesses that are printing a lot of stuff are doing so inefficiently and unsustainably and there's this new technology that's not new at all um, that people just don't know about and they don't know how to use it and i felt like i could be a great spokesperson for that so then i got to thinking and i was like well who do i know that does gorgeous design who I like working with. And I approached Jesse about this and she, to my surprise and delight said yes. Um, and we've been working together ever since the company has been around for a little over three years. Um, and it's going great. We're learning together and, uh, I think having a lot of fun with it. 
That's the goal, right? I love it. And All right, I'll hand it on to you, Jesse. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jesse. I'm the, the other one. Um, you know, the timing was really great. Amanda's and my kids are born. We have each have two and they're born almost about the same time. And, um, you know, I've been a graphic designer forever, like a gajillion years. But when the kids were born, you know, everything, like I lost a bunch of clients and I moved from San Francisco to San Francisco and then back to New York and everything was kind of a mess. And um, when our younger kids finally went full time to like kindergarten or whatever is when Amanda, I think we started getting antsy and she called me and like, you know, my business, I was trying to recover as the kids are finally in school, you know, I have more hours in the day. And I was so excited because man, it's a, it's a, it's a slog. It's a climb to get clients back. I'm not like chatty or networky and <laughs> Amanda totally is. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be so awesome. You know, she can do all the parts that I'm terrible at. And like, I like doing the parts that I can do. And I feel like it's as perfect it works out mm -hmm. really well. That's such a cool story. I feel like everything you guys said sounds so very similar to our story. <laughs> yeah. Just that yeah. we were like, we were ready for a change. We knew that we worked well together. She can do what I can't do and vice versa. So I just like get so giddy hearing stories about that and how people started their own businesses together as partners. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, especially in my first business I ran by myself and it was really challenging and, uh, but there was nobody who was the right fit. And so this time around. I am so grateful for Jesse all the time um, because we just have very similar values and we share the responsibility equally. And when things go wrong, there's another person to be like, okay, well, what really happened here? How much of this is on me? How much of this is on the other person? Like, how can we fix this? And there's just like a tremendous weight lifted when it's not all on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I'm and sure you can relate to. It's like a true balance, I think, too. Like you need to find someone who counters what you can't do and vice versa. And like that is how, like from our experience, talking to other partners, like other people who are growing businesses together and doing it in a way that feels really good to them, they have that balance. Like they know what their strong suits are and they know where they need the help. And I think that, that yeah, that's just kind of the awesome part about business partnership. And I love that you did it by yourself at first. And now you probably even see more blessings than even we see because we've always been in a partnership. So I think that's so cool knowing from there that you have this like other side where you're like, wow, I don't have to do this alone and like do these highs and lows alone. Like, I'm sure that's, that's so awesome. I giggled a little too totally. I, when you said yeah, I've had my own graphic design business since 2000. So it's been literally 20 okay. years of working oh by my myself. Wow. And so yeah. this is so amazing. Like I'm so <laughs> like grateful for all the stuff she does that like, I just, I literally cannot do it. Like, right. Yeah. So, I giggled when you said something about like the things that you don't like to do, like networking and stuff like that. And Abby, she, when we worst. first started our business, um, she was, she was much more like client facing than I was more so. And like did the day-to-day -day emails and account stuff. And when we first started, I was like, I don't do, I don't talk to clients like you talk to clients. So is that going to be your thing? Because this is just not my world. And I'm slowly like getting into it now, but at the beginning it was like all her voice. And I was just like, yeah, you can just communicate with the clients. I'll just, I'll just work. <laughs> But that's what, that's the, it's a beautiful thing. I think that when a lot of people start businesses, they're like, this is my best friend. 
and we like all the same things and we're going to start this company together. And then it's like, well, both of you want to do the social media and nobody wants to do the finances. And it's like, well, where are you then? (laughs) Right. Jesse would rather jump off a bridge than, you know, make a reel for Instagram. Like I find it to be really fun. And I, um, I told Jesse this week that I'd rather be in physical pain than do our taxes. Like I just, <laughs> I think I agree yeah. with him too. <laughs> I'd rather like, be in physical pain. <laughs> I totally don't mind. It doesn't bother me at all. Like whatever. It's not oh the first God. thing I like am excited about in the morning, but it really, it's, you know, I like knowing that it's all done correctly and that like I'm doing it the right way. And like, it's all on time and doing that part of it. I really, it's like, I'm not at all a bother. Yeah. Just perfect. Uh, right. Yeah. It's like ideal. <laughs> I I really love this. I feel like we need to like set up coffee dates every day or something and just like virtually have a a Zoom and coffee date with each other because this is just hilarious. I feel like we have so many comparable things. I know. Yeah. So many. Well, that's why when I saw you guys post about this, I was like, I think we should talk. (laughs) This is is right. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much. So, okay. We want to hear a little bit more about your business too. Cause I think so much of our audience is going to like gravitate towards what you guys do and what you offer. And just like, I love like on that note too, of loving doing reels, your reels are hilarious. You do an awesome oh, job. So like the glasses <laughs> lately. You. I'm like, you're killing it. Good job. I um, mean, I have a costume bin that I really like to mine. I'll just say that. Um, yeah, I'd love to talk about, um, what we do. Cause I'm really excited about it and would love to get the word out to as many yeah. businesses as possible. So there, there are two main features to our business. One we've touched on, which is print on demand. So what print on demand means is that you don't need to order in bulk anymore. Um, if you've ever tried to order a t-shirt, you probably run into the fact that you need to order 50, um, And not only that, you need to know what sizes you need ahead of time. So you need to make some guesses about like how many smalls and extra smalls and larges and extra larges, and also how many colors and what the design is going to be. You commit to all of that. It gets sent to you. You have to store these boxes. And then the worst part of it is that you have to distribute it after that, um, which is really labor intensive and you're very likely to disappoint people. Um, You know, I run all the merchandise for my kids public school and we do it in bulk And I'm always disappointing the kindergartners when I only have fifth grade sizes. And I'm disappointing the fifth graders when I only have like bright pink kindergarten sizes. Um, And it really sucks. It's really inefficient. um, And it's labor intensive for me. So it's expensive. It's unsustainable. Um, People are printing far more than they need. They're printing things that people don't want. They're printing junk. They're printing things with logos that then go out of date. And then they have to throw out massive boxes of things. So Print on demand is really efficient. It's flexible. It's a great tool for businesses. Um, we build a digital storefront with beautiful designs custom made by Jesse. Um, that so this is the other piece of our business is beautiful design. So we are really passionate about not putting a logo on a t-shirt, not putting a logo on a tote bag and calling it a day. There is a time and a place for that, but most of the time that's not what people want. Um, they want an expression of your brand. Um, they want to, like, if it's a coach, for example, they want to relate to the message of your business much more than they relate to the name of your business. Um, so this is where Jesse's artistry comes in because we think about like phrases, we think about, you know, hand-drawn 
art that will express the feeling of the brand and really pull it together into beautiful items that people want to wear, that they want to keep in the long run. So that's really I'm our literally goal. spending today sketching a client's dog. Like, this is where we're at. Like, she sent me a photograph. I'm drawing it. Like, I did a drawing. She's like, can you change the drawing? I like this style and not that style. Like, it doesn't get more custom than you, the actual dog this like one not a dog like the dog you know yeah. oh my gosh what what a the dog is a part of the business the dog like sends the the emails are from the you know the ceo's dog so it's like part That's of their brand cool. so we're incorporating it into the merchandise so we and we've created art based on like tattoos um you know like lots of wide ranges of styles and and it's exciting and it's fun each time and people love what they end up with and it doesn't it, it's like, it's just very sustainable environmentally and for the business. Mm -hmm. So you're not only print on demand, you're kind of an extension of these um, clients' brands as well for that. Exactly. Brand. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, awesome. you know, when people are showing up on social media and they're not wearing their brand, it's a real missed opportunity. So like they're wearing someone else's hat or they're holding a mug with like a funny expression that's not their brand or they're wearing a t-shirt. It's like, there's so many opportunities to connect a founder or an executive's face with the brand, um, particularly if people don't associate like a person's name with the company, like that's an opportunity to pull together all of that um, branding. Yeah. We've talked about this so many times. <laughs> we get on client calls all the time or things like this, and we're wearing a Nike hat or a different branded hat. And Abby's like, we really need to make our own branded hats. And I'm like, yep. We wear hats. We, like hats are our uniform. Like we wear hats almost every day. It's, I'm not wearing a hat today, but Court is wearing my hat. Yeah, actually <laughs> this is Abby's hat too. Yep. But it's, we I talk mean, we about can do all, all the hats. Right, I know. <laughs> you can make bucket yeah. hats, baseball hats, trucker hats, beanies, like every, that's the beauty. Like there's something for everyone. Uh -huh. Um, you know, we make stuff for teens, we make stuff for like corporate golf course sort of thing. And there's a design for everyone. Yeah. Uh, we talk about this all the time. I mean, we've had entire podcast episodes dedicated to this, that your brand is so much more than a logo. And I love when you said people don't want your logo on their branded items, they want an expression of your brand. Your brand is more than a logo. It is a feeling. It is like a voice you have all of these different layers what in that like expression needs to be able to funnel through so i feel like even someone sitting on and listening to this episode and wondering like what would i put on mine that's almost like a branding problem it's almost a situation where you might need to take a step back and think about like what is my brand at a deeper level other than just the logo that's been created Right. And that's something that we do with clients. So we sit with them and say, like, what are the things that are essential to your brand? You know, to brand identity types of conversations. And, you know, for people to just start thinking about it, it's like, what are the things that you say again and again? Like, if you were to have a catchphrase or a tagline, what might that be? Um, and, you know, think about like the fun parts of your business or the inspirational parts of your business, or maybe the funny parts of your business. And, you know, put those together into something that your clients will relate to. Mm -hmm. We are very intentional beings when it comes to like everything we create and do for our clients. And so I love that perspective. Like it's not just about 
an item that you're giving to like surprise and delight your client. It's about building a whole experience and something as simple as like an item, like a physical item you're giving someone can help further that experience and deepen that relationship that you have with your clients and customers. So that's awesome. I love you. I love yeah. It. I think particularly in service-based businesses to give somebody something tangible that they can hold of yours, like a nutritionist, a health coach, you know, it's like, you're giving them like all this feeling and these tools, but for them to have a thing, or even like your accountant, like a finance company, a law firm, you know, all these places, especially if they're already giving stuff away, like might as well make it meaningful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. For real. So there was something that you had put in the form that I loved. So like every, if people want to be a guest on our podcast, we always make them fill out a form. So if you're listening and you want to be a guest, please fill out a form. Um, but we, I had written this down because I loved it because you were like, we are really passionate about making merch that's beautiful and sustainable. So tell us a little bit more about the sustainability behind your business. Sure. So I talk a lot about sustainability and the piece that makes it most sustainable is that you're not printing anything beyond what you strictly need. So a lot of people will print uh, in lots of different colors and lots of different sizes to cover their bases. Uh, and then, you know, then they find out, like, let's say they print in blue, green, black, and gray. And it turns out everyone just wants the black. So like, what are you doing with the blue, green, and gray? You're gonna throw it out or you're gonna give it away to people and then they're gonna throw it out. But at the end of the day, it's trash. Um, and we really coach people into not making junk. We're really like, I, I can't, <laughs> I have started to take pictures of stuff I see out in the world where I'm like, who wants this? Like who wants this like ugly lunch bag that has like, a pharmacy's name on it like just don't make it like stop giving it to people so I, I think the sustainability pieces and not creating extra the other thing is like if you change your logo if you change your branding if you offer a new kind of workshop or a new mastermind and you want to change what you're offering boom you can change it like without needing to throw away all of these physical goods that are now trash like nothing becomes obsolete <laughs> Yeah. I think that's so important too, because when we work with any branding clients and we overhaul their brand or completely take a new approach with their branding, we've had clients come to us and say, well, what do I do with all of these things that I have my old logo on? And we're kind of like, well, I mean, you can Bye -bye. Still give them <laughs> yeah. out if you want, but like, it's not going to be a true representation of your brand anymore. So I think that's so important to think about. And also personally, I think having an inventory would be so stressful if you could avoid having any sort of inventory like that, especially if you run into those errors of like wrong sizes or wrong colors, and then you either have to mark them way down or you have to give them away for free. And that's just not sustainable or a smart business model. Yeah. 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 We sell. There's also, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we sell like a handful. We sell three shirts, three shirts. And this was just fun because like we've worked and done apparel designs in the past. And so it was like fun. We were like, okay, like we know a local printer. Let's print them. Let's get these shirts. Let's like put them on our shop and um, sell them, which is great. We have very limited inventory, so it's fine. But I will tell you the biggest pain in my butt is like actually packaging them up. I hate it. Oh, it's the worst. I hate it. Which I told like, her to bring all of it over here because I actually think that would be super fun, but I'm the creative <laughs> one of the group. So, and she still has not. And there's over here. I'm business partnership at its best. 
there we, and now we're back to the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) And the layers that you have to go through, like, it's not just about like getting the pretty packaging and the tissue paper and the stickers. It's also about like working the Rolo printer and printing your label and plugging in the address and figuring out the cost. And you have to use two different systems to do that. And it's like, all of the little nitty gritty things behind it that you don't think about, like when you just ship a single item. And for us, like, I'm sure there's so many efficiencies for product business owners where they can just, you know, batch it a little bit where it's like, okay, like I'm going to package all these orders, print the, all these labels at one time. But for us, we have like one order coming here. <laughs> You're not selling in the quantity that that would make sense. But most people for businesses, that is the case, right? They're not it's not their primary business. Their primary business is a skincare line or it's coaching or whatever it is. And the merchandise supports that. It's a branding effort, right? The other piece about sustainability that I forgot to mention is that we hear all the time from people who want to create gift boxes. So they want to get a custom box and they want to get five different things and they want to put it in the box and they want to wrap it up. And I also strongly advise people against that from a sustainability perspective because of so many elements. But first of all, when have you ever gotten a gift box where you like everything in it? Yeah, that's true. never happened. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Then, and, and because you're putting so many things in it, it's like filler, right? It's like uh, a candle and like a lip gloss and like a little hand lotion. It's like just garbage upon garbage, basically. Like maybe you find one or two things that you really like in it, but the rest is just kind of wasteful and then on top of that just imagine the packaging because each little thing is in its own package and then it's in like packing peanuts and then it's in a box and then you wrap the box in another box (laughs) so like the whole thing I think ultimately if people feel good about getting a gift there's a part of them that's feeling bad about the massive pile of garbage just from the packaging that they're throwing out Mm-hmm. um when they receive it yeah. so that's or like that's what another to do piece with those pieces that you don't like I have mm-hmm. definitely re-gifted those things before I'm like oh okay who would who in my someone else's problem like now. this yeah yeah, yeah. Right. what do you yes. I'd love to know what do you advise instead like so if someone comes to you and says they want to create like gift boxes what is your advice then on what they should do I feel like I've answered all the questions Jesse go ahead <laughs> So we set up a store and then we have a gift certificate that you can give. So you just give them, you give the client your the gift certificate for $50 or whatever it is. And then they go to the store. They choose exactly what they want. They have it shipped to themselves in the sizes that they want. Or like a lot of times people, you know, get a t-shirt for their kid and you don't know who has kids. You know what I mean? You don't know what size people are. Like they have all the agency themselves. They get to pick exactly what they want, have it shipped um, and then not only do you not have to actually physically do it, but you don't make choices for them. Right. Yeah, Everybody makes her own choice and gets, mm-hmm. you know, only the things she wants That's and you're still an awesome giving a gift, system. right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. still something that you, we make little cards sometimes so that people can send like a beautiful gift certificate to their client, you know? Um, and I feel like that has all the fun of the gift and none of the problematic aspects that a gift box normally has. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. There's another thing that we like to do with the stores is add a charity element. So if a company is giving all of their employees end of the year gifts or of the, or all of their clients thank you gifts in December, um, you know, you, you've got a beautiful storefront, right? And you're offering things for pets, for the kids, for, you know, for everyone. But somebody's going to be like, I just don't want anything but I'd like to accept the gift somehow. So you can have an element on there that says, take my $50 and donate it to, and then choose a charity that's related to the brand. And that way, really everyone feels good. It's like gift given, gift received, but everyone 
has like you're not forcing uh physical items on somebody who really doesn't want them because then you're really giving them a burden more than a gift yeah yeah that's so cool yeah um i think it's in everything anytime you are giving a gift like or on the receiving end you know everything is always well intentioned but there's always seems to be like this barrier where you're spending money just to have that like good intention box checked you know um so yes. it is kind of like figuring out like okay how can i make sure my money is getting the value that it deserves but also that my clients and customers and the people that i'm engaging with and wanting to gift these items also feel really good. And it's like, yeah, trying to manage all the expectations. Right. But I love that solution. I think it makes a lot of sense. I feel like that's part of the gift. Also, you want a gift that has no like negative connotation anywhere involved, you know, mm -hmm. right, like as right. much as choice as your recipient can have, like that's ideal. Yep. I think that's a part of it too. That's exciting. Is that like, it's at that point, it's my choice. Like I get to choose my gift essentially, which is also like kind of a gift within a gift. It's exciting. People like to choose things for themselves and they're like, oh my gosh, I got this gift card. Now I get to go shopping for me or for whoever, you know, they might be using the gift card for. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super smart. Yeah. I'd love to know more about how, how does the packaging experience come to life? So like if someone buys an item, do you, if you work with print on demand, do you have the ability to like have a custom, you know, packing paper and tissue and like a custom thank you card. Like, can you actually customize print on demand? Cause I feel like that's probably a misconception. Maybe if you can, that people just assume that it's so far behind the scenes that like, they don't have a part of the end user experience. So it's customized, but it's not highly customized. Okay. So you're able to print, uh, the labels are custom in that it says that it's coming from your company. There's a pack-in that says what you want it to say, um, but it's very efficient packaging. It's very sustainable packaging. It's not coming in like a beautiful box with like tons of tissue paper. If you want to put in your own like advertisements, let's say like, you know, the postcard sort of thing, that is a, it's an upcharge, but it's totally possible. You can't, get these like luxe boxes going on. Um, to me, that's a benefit. <laughs> I really, and again, like I'm really thinking about this from a sustainability point of view. And I think that companies that want to be environmentally forward, you know, I, again, like I personally feel bad when I open a box inside of a box, inside of another box. Like I hate that. Um, and mm. I think that like a lot of people hate that and, and younger generations certainly hate it. So there's, uh, for, so for companies that really want control over the packaging experience and they want a beautiful unboxing, print on demand is probably not right for them. But for most companies, most of the time, I think that it meets the need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it would be really interesting too. Like if someone's listening to this and they're kind of on the fence of like, okay, I've done both. Like, I don't know what direction I should go and what my customers want. I feel like almost just doing a quick scan of old customers, like just reaching out to people who you have gifted in the past. And especially if you still have that relationship, that could be a really good opportunity to just ask them, like ask them how they felt about the gift. And if they were given an alternative of X, Y, and Z, how would like, which would you prefer? Because I think that would be a really interesting experiment, experiment just to see like, do your clients, because everyone's going to have a different clientele, right? And a different like 
overall, like what people want to get out of the experience. So if your clients really love like this custom Lux gift box and they actually did love everything inside of it, then great. You did the, like check the box to make you sure did that the it's thing. working. Yeah. yeah. But then if you have a whole chunk of people that are like, actually, you know, like it was, it was good, but I would actually pick this option instead. Like that was what I would do moving forward. Then you kind of have the solution that also probably takes a lot of stress off your plate because so much more work goes into those Lux boxes than yeah. and dollars than something. Yeah. Like and there's a time and a place for a Lux box. Um, like if I were getting like a beautiful box of soaps from like a high-end soap place, like, yeah, I want to see the ribbons and the colorful stuff. Right. But like, if it's my favorite company or my coach or like, uh, my accountant or my law firm or, uh, like my community place, like I don't need them to be spending money on like custom tissue paper. Right. So like, again, time, mm -hmm. time and place for these things. And, and I think that for most companies, it's like more than sufficient and actually is beneficial to go print on demand. But again, every company needs to make their own decision to see if it fits in their brand. Yeah. It's so interesting talking about this too, because anytime I get those like Lux boxes or something like that, I get so excited because I do love that unpacking process. I think it's just super yeah. fun, but then I've never actually really sat to think about it until this conversation right now at this very moment of like, okay, yeah, so I've got these things. What am I going to do with them now? Like they're gorgeous and they're pretty and they're branded, but I don't really know what I'm going to do with them. And I usually just put them in a closet and that's where they stay. Or like I said, I re-gift them. So now my whole perspective is just kind of like changed and it's just very eye-opening, you know, like what this whole process looks like and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I also am a huge fan of like branded tissue paper, but of course I'm the nerdy design geek <laughs> over here. But what breaks my heart is that those things just get thrown away. It's like they're printed, they're thrown away. Sometimes I get way too into my Christmas cards and I'm like, okay, people are going to hang these up for a month and then they're going to throw them away. Like, don't think about it. Just, just get it yeah. done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking about gifting for a little bit, but I'd love to hear from you guys too. Like what other types of like swag or items, do you think a lot of business owners need? Like outside of just like gifting clients and customers, what would you say like as a business owner, why, what is the importance of having your own branded swag? What are some other reasons you might use it? Well, I mean, I could go on and on about this, but I think that, uh, so you're saying for, for the business owner, him or herself mm -hmm. like why should they have it i mean most business owners are pretty psyched about their brand and really love their company and want to express it in like a beautiful fun way so like i don't know personally i'm never not wearing a go-to-market shirt like always have something on me um and it's a conversation the, te the teams really like it too like you know the gym we're working with like all the instructors they all want to wear it it's not just the owner like you know, the whole company is excited about it. And you can, when you have a meeting or talk to anybody, or if you're teaching your class or whatever, it, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. It's camaraderie, it's community building, it's identity building, uh, and like habit forming. I'm reading a lot of James Clear again. Um, and it's wow. like, you know, thinking about, it's like, I, am a, like, I'm not doing a healthy thing. I am a healthy person. And it's like, if you've learned that from a company, or if it's like, you know, you're taking supplements from a company, like you might want to wear the company stuff to be like, 
I am the kind of person who does this. I, or like your accountant, I am the kind of person who likes doing taxes or like feels good about getting my finances done. That's not a great example, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's good for everyone in the system who like both the business owners and the employees and the uh, clients and the partners, like it's all part of this ecosystem of people who are part of this brand circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that's so funny. Also Atomic Habits. Amazing. Like the, one of my favorite books, love that book. Oh my God. <laughs> so I've good. read it more than once for sure. That and I know Marie it's Kondo's definitely a repeater. Art of tidying up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I mean, as you're even saying that I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my gosh, it would be so fun. Even if you created like a collection of hats where like you have to, which because hats are a uniform, I'm like thinking of this just organically for our own business. You have a day, right? Where you have to like sit down and do taxes, do finances. It's not your thing. You're not about it. What if you made yourself like a hat that's like on the F and C -E CFO? Like, I don't know, you know, like make some, something I fun that you put it. on every day just to like the mind, because the mindset is like so true. Like as a small business owner, like that mindset, that camaraderie, like just within yourself and like having that, like that is just, I don't know. You can do that with swag, like more than I think people also think. swag is like a huge confidence builder. Like if you're oh, a small business and you've got your own swag shop, like that's pretty bomb. Like mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anytime we wear our own swag out in public and somebody says something, I'm like, this is, this is ours. Like this is our brand. And they're like, <laughs> I know. And I'm like getting really excited. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, check us out. Do a collective. I know. <laughs> like, we, we have uh we have a sweatshirt that says find me on Google because SEO obviously is our specialty. And so that sweatshirt we've worn on That's a number really of like trips and we've had flight attendants on the airplane be like, where can I find you on Google? And we're, and we now are thinking we need to create like these inside pockets so we can pull out business cards and be like, here you go. Like, go find us. So <laughs> smart. And yeah, it's, or we could, you could it's put a QR a code. I know. Right. Mm -hmm. You're just scan. You put a QR code somewhere and be like, scan, scan here. Sleep, scan right? <laughs> I know. I love that. That is good. Uh, okay. So one more question for you, because I loved, we actually talked about this before we hit record, which is why we try to hit record ASAP because sometimes good stuff sneaks yeah. out. So I'm going to ask the question anyways, but I loved your answer. So what types of swag would you say is in right now? Like, does everyone need to go get a Yeti or, you know, Stanley mugs? Stanley mugs. Stanley yes. Mugs. Guilty. Guilty. Right. <laughs> I'm kicking this to Jesse. Go ahead. Oh no, this is all you. Okay. Um, so rather than going with what's trendy, one thing we find that a lot of people ask us this question, they're like, should I get a certain brand hoodie or like a certain type of, you know, shirt or like, we hear a lot about like Bluetooth speakers or, you know, special kinds of ring lights that people want to brand. And it's really about creating staples like that, that just have beautiful design. It's so much about the design that you put on it. And the design should reflect your brand, reflect your interests, reflect all of these good things that people feel good about. They don't need it on something weird. They don't need it on like an unusually shaped mug. They want it on a mug. If they're a mug person, they want it on a mug. If they're a t-shirt, they want it on a t-shirt. Of course, we make everything so that, you know, we're not getting low quality items, but like the t-shirts that we pick are like regular t-shirts. The hoodies are regular hoodies. Um, and as long as they're high quality and they have beautiful design, the design is what draws people in. It's not about like 
getting the latest brand thing because people like that but then you know the trend's going to be over and then they'll move on from it um whereas like design is what people really connect to yeah I, I love that. I think unique, like everyone wants to be unique. They want to be rememberable. They want to be different. And that is super important, but the physical item doesn't need to be the unique differenceness like of that process. Like it can actually be what's on it or the way you deliver it or whatever it may be. Like it doesn't have to be the item. Cause I think we put so much pressure on ourselves as small business owners, especially in service-based industry industries like we're in where we feel this pressure to like gift unique items. And then like, we've fallen accustomed to this too, where we just don't do it then. We don't do it because we feel so much pressure to have this uniqueness around Yeah, because the truth is there's not a really special keychain. It's like, they're all keychains. <laughs> or like, but they're also, not I think this, like the, the I magic think the staples, pen. The staples are staples for a reason. You know what I mean? Like people wear t-shirts. There's a reason that there are a lot of t-shirts because people wear them. Like people drink out of a mug. Like- it's not like by accident or coincidental, you know, yeah. they're common because they're like awesome and useful and people are like them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if you think about like right now, if you imagine your most favorite t-shirt, I mean, the t-shirt that's like hanging on by a thread that you've had for so many years, I'm sure it's a regular shaped t-shirt. Like the reason that you love it is probably because it's from your camp. It's from your school. It's from, it was gifted by from like something that feels special that holds onto a good memory. That's really what we're trying to harness with these relationships and with the design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Okay, yes. this has been so great. So can you tell everyone who's listening to this and like, okay, I really need some branded swag in my life. Um, where can they go to find you guys? Yes, so our website is gotomarket.studio and our Instagram is gotomarketstudio, one word. Um, and if you reach out to me, uh, Amanda at gotomarket.studio, I will, um, write you back. We could set up a consultation. I'm happy to, I always like talking about merchandise and ideas. So I'm happy to hop on a call and do that anytime. Awesome. We'll put everything Thanks. in the show notes. So everyone can link back to that and they seriously need to go watch your reels. Cause they're great. <laughs> Thank you. That's so nice. Thank you, ladies. Thanks, ladies. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.